Hello and welcome to NOLO Time, episode 29. My name is Sobe Blesa, I'm one of your hosts, and with me is the most delighted Marvel enthusiast, Joy. Ah, uh, it's happening! <laughs> it's happening! What's going on? Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, I, uh, I, I am the well, most delighted welcome, Marvel fan. Welcome, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man... Today has been uh, an insane day. We've been talking about this for weeks. It finally came true. Joel, Disney has finalized or announced, uh, finally silencing weeks of speculation. And we're just gonna we're gonna just jump right into this thing, man, because we're we're too. Hyped. This is like a breaking news episode, like we did a while back, where it's like big stuff. I mean, just yeah. this in itself is something that I believe will change. Cinema will change um, Hollywood. It will be something that will be referenced as a day in history that will be remembered for a very long time um, just because you're dealing with massive properties, uh, massive studios. It's it's a as many people say it's a monopoly. It's something that we that many people in some ways could have and maybe should have, you know, concerns about going crazy over. But when you're talking Mm -hmm. to us here at Nolo Time. You're talking to Obed and myself. All anything that we say, we have a massive smile on our face because we can say just like we did with Spider-Man a while back. Welcome home to the Marvel properties that have been gone for a while. Yeah, especially especially the ones that have been neglected. Shout outs to Fantastic Four. Shout outs to Fantastic Four. Yeah, I mean that was one of the ones uh, I, that we were even uh, concerned about because in this deal. Uh, there were some rumors coming around that apparently a third party has partial rights to these characters. Um, like a, so, I think of someone like in Germany or something, and um, that there would have to be another deal negotiated with them just even to use the Fantastic Four. But it sounds like from what we've been hearing out of these reports that they do have Fantastic Four included in the deal entirely. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's it's legit that they, they have absolute rights over – pretty much all the Marvel properties that were under Fox's umbrella going back to, uh, I guess the, the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck, right? That's prop. That was the first one. No, that first X-Men was yep. the first one. I think that was the second one. Um, very interesting stuff, man. Uh, I, I like, like we've said, it's not that we didn't see this coming because it's been, you know, this has been speculated for, you know, one month or so already. Yeah. And a lot of people were but not we are, aware we of it. Really excited. A lot of people weren't aware of it, but those <clears> of you that listen to our show, like, you know, mm-hmm. we've been talking about this for a while and it was so funny. I had a people reach yep. out to me and be like, Hey, this is happening. Like from last week <clears> when it was kind of getting, you know, finalized towards the end of the week. And I was like, Good you guys need to listen to our podcast. Cause we've been covering this thing for a while. I know. Yeah, we've been saying it. Even last episode, I mentioned it towards the end. It's like, man, I just hope this thing gets finalized so we can get to talk about it next week and uh, talk about some of the things that are potentially going to happen. I mean, this is potentially impacting uh, not not so much Deadpool 2 because Deadpool 2 comes out early next yes. year, right? I believe yes. early summer. Yeah, but it, does, it could potentially affect dark phoenix because dark phoenix comes out later during the year where they just wrapped up principal shooting they're in they're in post-production right now so joel how how do you think this will impact 
Dark Phoenix. My my prediction is that there's not they're not going to be any major major reshoots, but there will be some reshoots done to this movie. So I am very conflicted. Um, there's a large part of me that feels like the wise thing to do would be to take the existing characters um, and do not like a soft reboot, but like you know you take you take existing storylines and stuff, but then you recast specific roles like. You know, um, you know, maybe maybe you have to recast, um, you know, Professor X or maybe Mystique. Like if Jennifer Lawrence doesn't want to keep doing these Disney movies, you know, stuff like that, right? But um, so mm-hmm. so there, there, I do believe that there's a there's they're, they're looking at it. I know Feige has has a sincere plan because apparently word came out that he was the one who was actually pushing Iger secretly even more, like giving him a lot of support to get this deal done because he was so desperate to get the X-Men back, even more than Fantastic Four. Um, so I I feel like he he wants to have these characters in the sense of you know what, what they already are. And the wise thing to do would be to take the already existing movies. You have good actors and, and actresses um, playing these roles. I mean, you know, whether it's, you know, um, you know Magneto being being played by Michael Fassbender or James McAvoy as um, Professor X or now uh, Sophie Turner playing the Dark Phoenix. But, you know, I I wouldn't blame them if they reboot, like if they take completely and do, do their own thing. Um, but this movie is not even done coming out. It's, all, it's going to come out. Why not just, instead of mixing people up, why not just go ahead and, and even if you, you keep the same storyline, but add an additional sequence that connects to whatever Phase 4 is going to be, whatever Avengers 4 is going to be, um, I do believe that this is why we haven't got an announcement of Avengers 4. So so there's definitely an expectation for connective tissue with the existing X-Men movies. Um, but don't don't take it to the bank. That that's my thing because there's uh, there's always a chance that Feige says I want to do this my way, and if he does it that way, I trust him enough to to if he has to re- reshoot every recast and, and what have you after this movie. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that there's going to be major recasting for X Men as long as everyone's happy. I don't see that happening. Of course, you know now that Jennifer Lawrence has. A big part of the X-Men and, and she's kind of a big deal now in Hollywood that that's probably going to be the hardest I, I think one to fill uh, although I know that Fastbender and, and McAvoy had already said kind of like that they wanted to uh, wanted Apocalypse to be the last one but then they kind of they, they agreed to come in together and do this fourth one because I guess the script was good the director is good so they felt confident about it. But my question is, do you think it's too early for Disney to press the reset button on X-Men, especially with the new, you know, with the younger cast, uh, you know, with having, you know, Sophie Turner and uh, and, and everyone else that's on the, uh, um, uh, that was on Apocalypse. Uh, I think they're fine. I think they're, they're all good actors and they're young. So, I think it would be wise for Disney to keep at least some continuity, not give it a, a full reset like they did with uh, Garfield on on Spider Man. I think it would be wise for them to leave at least, you know, some of the cast um, to to get going. I I I think Mystique has been overdone. I think Mystique doesn't really play such a big role in, in the you know 
big picture of X-Men overall from, right. you know, coming from comics and, uh, you know, uh, uh, other media that the X-Men have been on, you know, uh, you know, animated series and other shows. Uh, I mean, she's been there, but she hasn't been this, you know, uh, she, she's not Phoenix, you know, she's not Wolverine. Uh, she's certainly not the leader uh, of the X-Men like they portrayed her uh, being a Absolutely, she's not. So, um, I mean, I guess they could uh, move in that direction. Uh, I think that they could just take this opportunity, and and if these guys want to keep doing the X Men roles, I mean, look at how successful, you know, guys like you know Chris Evans and uh, and of course you know Downey Jr. and all these guys have been just by sticking with Marvel. So I think it would be a great opportunity for them to just you know stick, make money, has you know you got good income for the next you know ten years. So why not? Why yeah. not keep going? Yeah, it, it, like you're saying, it definitely would make sense to keep them. Um, I don't. To answer your question of do I do you think it's too soon? I I I don't think it's too soon because of, because of it being um, ex- joining an existing Marvel successful mm-hmm. Marvel studios. Like if it would have been a reboot just because the sake of we sold it off to some other random company and they just want to buy. You know, they're instantly just make another one that'd be the case but because of the existing marvel studios they can go either way and they okay. won't go wrong yeah because it'll be um, it'll be so a like, full absorption versus the the deal that they had with sony with spider-man that they had to work out a deal therefore garfield was out of the picture because it was done in a different way from whatever whatever agreement they had with garfield was voided because now their agreements with marvel uh versus in this case they're just absorbing these guys into their property yeah exactly exactly so like their contracts all those things carry over so like they can they can easily you know negotiate that and extend that and i mean it's disney mm-hmm. right like they're it's it, it, like it's guaranteed so that you're gonna make money for a certain point in time but to say that there's a people out there that would be upset about a recasting of everything like a reboot sense you know apocalypse didn't do that well yeah, did okay um so and it didn't do it didn't, it didn't do terrible or something but it didn't do like you know to the extent that anywhere near days of future past so like it, it's it's something where like i think people would be okay um but they have to make a decision quick because if you're gonna do if you're gonna do something in the sense of, of a reboot, you better factor that into an Avengers movie because that's, that's the only way people would accept it. But if you're gonna do a standalone reboot, full on, just oh, just an X Men movie, another X Men movie, I, I I don't think that'd be the wise thing to do at all. Which is why I'm with you in the sense, just bring the cast over and recast those who exactly. don't want to come yep. over. Yeah, I agree. That that would be that would be perfect. And it was just a case with um uh, with with the Hulk where you know um. Uh, he got a uh, banner got recasted from um, man. I forgot his name. Fight club, dude. <laughs> yeah. To, yep. uh, um, uh, to man, I keep forgetting names today. Joel, I need coffee. It's nine. It's nine 30 at <laughs> yeah. night. It's been a long day at work. I need some coffee, man. I need some coffee. Need some coffee. So, uh, so uh, yeah. a, a funny thing that, a funny thing to add in, and uh, I'm sure this might make it up. I'm sure you've geez. seen okay. it. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> okay. many. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was just saying. I'm sure you've seen. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have seen. If you haven't, you better look this up. But the famous video from Pat Oswalt, where he talks about joining the Matrix and the Avenger Marvel and 
all all these Star Wars and brings everybody together into this one massive storyline that that famous uh, clip that's been online that's a theory from Pat Oswalt. Well, guess what? They own all those properties, so they could actually make that a thing. <laughs> nice. Well, the one that they, they should, I mean, that they will for sure hit that reset button hard is going to be fantastic for. That's that's the one that that you need to just get rid of everyone that was attached in the past and potentially in the future with this franchise, and just completely and just get rid of everyone. Uh, this is the one. This is the one that has been like uh, mistreated to some extent, and I and I, I think the the first yeah. two movies were well. At least the first one was well intentioned. Um, yes, uh, you know the one that Chris Evans is in in. in uh, Jessica Alba, I, I think I think that that yeah. movie was passable. I, I, it was not great, but it was not you know uh, absolutely atrocious. I think the second one was just a just nothing happened in that movie, and then and then you get a cloud Galactus that's just not great. So that movie was not great. I haven't bothered. Uh-huh. And it's funny because I. Honestly, it's funny because I have a soft spot for the second one just because of seeing the Silver Surfer on screen. And oh, I'm such a sweaty okay. nerd about the Silver yeah. Surfer. I love that guy. So, like, forget, like, the bad Galactus, you know, fart cloud <laughs> and, and all the other stuff. Like, just seeing the Silver Surfer on screen flying around yeah. just had me geeking out. But, but yeah, regardless, yeah. And, then, and then I'm not going to even – I haven't watched Fan Forsake. I have no intention of doing so. So, whatever that – yeah, whatever that movie is, that's, it's, not, it's not worth my time. So – uh, this one, yeah, a heart reset on this one, man. Um, and and this would be another one that would be a fantastic franchise if, uh, you know, this would be like Fantastic Four and would be a, a great um, Phase Four franchise um, because it'll be it'll be like after I mean, the whole you know Infinity War and all that, and uh, this would be like like a perfect. Uh, uh, a phase four franchise for for marvel and if they do the right casting if they stick to the you know the source material and uh if they get a good dr doom then you know that i, I mean i i'd ar- i'd argue dr doom is probably in the top five maybe top three oh, of yeah. all time marvel yeah. villains like it's up there he can easily like everyone loves Loki and his charisma oh. and all that, but like Doctor Doom can easily can just slay the entire villain villains that have been portrayed by yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, mean, I would love to see like in an end of the Infinity War, and it's like they can easily reshoot this too, like shoot the end of Infinity War, and like out of nowhere, like you've got these Fantastic Four characters just flying in, and they're just like. Yo, we need your help. Something big is coming. Like Galactus is so, out there. So right Some now, crazy on thing. what's planned right now, it's um, it's Infinity War, Ant Man two, and Captain Marvel. Right. That's the next. That's the yes. next batch. They haven't said it, anything about anything else. There's a potential Iron Man four, right? But but nothing has been confirmed. Right, nothing else has been confirmed. Also, like you know, like they've said, like okay, yes, we are writing um, oh, Guardians yeah. three and stuff, but like there's no dates. The only ones that have dates are like you're saying, Captain Marvel, uh, Ant Man to mm-hmm. Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, okay, so yeah. So, uh, can you imagine at the like at the end of Infinity War, uh, or or they don't even have to do like at the end of Infinity War, but like 
you know, Infinity War happens and the Avengers are all, uh, you know, busted and, and possibly defeated or whatever the outcome of that movie is. And then you get the X-Men. It's like, oh, it's, it's time for it's time for the world to know that mutants exist. And they and they come in and then oh my end the movie with kind of like a X-Men cliffhanger. That would be great. Because they can, they can even like they can oh, they can man, even do man they tears. can even do you know, Infinity War is is, is signed and sealed right. That movie is probably already done. Um, they they're probably just working on on yeah. SFX and and some post production, but no, they can definitely put in. Uh, it, and it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be like at the end of the movie. It had to be one of the prop potentially eight uh, post credit scenes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can definitely do something really creative and really fun with X-Men at the end of Infinity War just to let people know, hey, guys, this this was happening. So, um, yeah. This is what so, it is. And, I think D23 is going to um, be a big yeah, one this yeah, year. Yeah, for 2018. Um, I, I think Deadpool is going to be safe. Uh, I think Deadpool is going to be cont- – going to keep – it's probably going to be its own thing uh, forever, most likely. Uh, and they're gonna keep using, you know, Deadpool as like a like a spinoff series of sorts, and they're gonna probably just treat it as a, as a separate franchise. Uh. Yeah, and, and and they've, I mean, like if you watch you watch the Deadpool movies, and it's very obvious that like when they they joke about it in the movies, like why aren't the other X Men characters here? So like it easily can exist in its own yeah, world, yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be connected. And that leads me to another thing about, you know, Bob Iger pretty much confirmed that, like, he wants to explore more of Deadpool and wants to have more sequels and what have you. He said, as long as the audiences know it's going to be R-rated, I think that's the thing. Like, they don't want people to think, oh, it's Disney. It's going to be, you know, kid-friendly. You know, they're able to communicate in advance. It's going to be an R-rated movie like the other Deadpool movies. But he also goes on to say something about having an R-rated Marvel universe, an R-rated brand. And I think that would be fascinating just from the sense of, like, if, if they wanted to go, like, uh, more like the Marvel Knights kind of well, thing. Well, if, if you look at you the, the Netflix saying? shows, and are pretty much, like, are. They're not hard R because language is moderate, but but violence is there. Like, Daredevil's pretty freaking violent. And Punisher, I'm, I'm assuming I haven't watched exactly. Punisher yet, but I'm assuming it's pretty freaking violent, too. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. the most. It's probably even, the most. Even Iron Fist is pretty. Honestly. Gets pretty gross sometimes. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they they. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, th- I think this yeah. is fine. They they have they have a you know if they manage it well and they they do their own separate thing again, like like what they're doing with Netflix, which is like still connected but not in a way that it's interfering with whatever the cinematic universe is. I think I think they can pull it off. Yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. So I uh, that was one of the thing that one of the biggest concerns and for Iger to come straight out and be like, no guys, like those of you who are worried about Deadpool. And even um Ryan Reynolds posted something like a, a joke of him being um escorted out of Disney oh. like, in, like <laughs> yeah. as if uh he tried to run to yeah. the Disney castle. <laughs> so like he I, I think he I wouldn't be surprised if he himself spoke to some Disney execs and they might have said like, Hey, rest oh, assured, yeah. don't yeah. worry, like your stuff's <clears throat> yeah, still that's, going that's, on. That's his baby, man. You know, he, he worked hard to get that going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other, yeah. the other big thing is that uh, Disney would now own the original Star Wars trilogy along with the official release of um, the prequel trilogy. 
Yes. Um, that's huge. That's huge mm-hmm. for a lot of possibilities. Here's the thing, Obed. So mm-hmm. Pablo Hidalgo, who's one of the main writers of Star Wars, um, he's kind of like the the source that a lot of fans go crazy over on his Twitter when he yeah. drops stuff about Star Wars. He comes out and says, look, um, I'm, you, know, you can go read his Twitter account, but he basically got on the lines of saying, is like, yes, even though they have these rights, you're not going to see these released, the original cuts released anytime soon, um, just for the very reason that it was intentionally. But he even says, like, I myself wish that it would be, like, released. Like, this is not, like, mm-hmm. something that I'm doing or something. Um, he says, but it's for the same original reason that it's not going to be put out there, which is insinuating George Lucas um, well, doesn't want to put that out there, um, that he, he has the rights to those, um, and that he's not going to let them put that out there because he put out his definitive cut, cut uh, as great. he says, in 2011. Um, well, I mean, there could be, there could be a clause there. Uh, on the purchase uh, of Lucasfilm, exactly. saying, "Hey, this is the the official release is is the one with the with the terrible CG band on on Return of Jedi." Um, but um, but it, I mean, right. it, it leaves the door open. I mean, uh, I know that when the special edition got released on DVD uh, a couple of years later, the original versions were released on DVD. <clears throat> I think there there's there were some issues with aspect ratio on those, but but it was the original cut, you know, and they were put out on DVD and they were sell, sell, they were sold individually. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we can always come back to this, but yeah, yeah I don't think it's the end of it. I don't think it's the end of it, but basically I yeah, don't right expect away, it right now to mean that yeah, that's right away, a personal gonna thing happen. to work out. It's probably gonna take at least two years for something like that to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They, there's remastering exactly. that needs to be done. Um, there's, there's, you know, a lot of things. So those movies, like they hold up visually, um, but when it comes to the sound department, especially the first movie, uh, it's uh, it's an experience because you you hear it and you can see and you can you can just picture a, a dude making noises in a room because that's how some of it sounds. Versus, like, if you watch the the uh, Blu-ray version that came out, you know a lot of those special effects and a lot of the none of not the visual effects, but a lot of the sound effects have been redone, and and it does sound, in my opinion, much better. Although the movie could do without, you know, the that's terrible CG and uh, and the rocks around R two and and. Some of the some of the funky <laughs> stuff they added, uh, some of the stuff they added was fine, but then some is completely unnecessary. So it's it's unfortunate that this that was so so hit and miss <laughs> on the um on that trilogy. But uh, but uh, but yeah, they they own it now, and uh, dude, they own Avatar, so they can do whatever they want in the theme parks now. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense for them to take Avatar, um, you know, bring that property into Disney with this deal. There's so much on a business level that this deal makes sense. But this one, for sure, especially with the amount of the investment that was made recently with Animal Kingdom bringing Avatar Land, um, hopefully out of this, and you and I have joked about this, that hopefully uh, this might push James Cameron to finally get to the sequels that he's talked about. Oh, I'm going to make five or whatever many Avatar sequel films to the first one. Hopefully they can actually come out and, and, and start making these movies now that Disney's involved. Maybe they can, you know, force this to happen. But it's pretty cool to know that they got this back and knowing that they have the, the, the land and the rides and all that. 
Yeah, I, I think that will keep James Cameron in check. Like, if, you, if he promises a movie, he better have a movie. Yes. <laughs> Be, because it's it's Disney doesn't play around with, you know, going, going um, uh, oh, oh, you know, uh, going over schedule and over budget. Yep. So, so they're they're very strict with their scheduling and, and of course their budgeting. That's why they're success, so successful, of course. Um, but yeah, that James Cameron he needs to you know get off that cloud that he's gonna make you know five Avatar sequels or whatever. He needs to make something more a little more um, conservative, if you ask right. me, and not go go so crazy. Uh, but yeah, they they. They'd be good good choice because that they're, they're gonna keep him in check, man, and and he he definitely needs that uh, kind of like push into you know getting his stuff done as well. Um, just a, a a a quick a quick overview of other things that Disney now owns. Uh, they own Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, the big one, uh, another big franchise that they now own is Aliens. Yeah, or Alien. Yeah. Uh, so the potential. Alien reboot James Gunn. <laughs> with with James Gunn or or uh, I was gonna say Joss Whedon, but he already had an Alien movie and it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even James JJ uh, Abrams, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe JJ Abrams can reboot Alien. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's it, it's a big one, um, and. Uh, for those of you that didn't know, there there was an alien uh, Hollywood Studios on the great movie ride. Oh, uh, they, I didn't know that. They did. Oh yeah, that. I do remember did that. You, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the alien section, and there's uh there's two there's a xenomorph that comes out on Pops the side, and then it comes out on top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so there was an alien at Disney. Um, so I guess things do come full circle to some extent. Um. <laughs> Uh, Planet of the Apes. It's uh, another big franchise that's been doing really well recently. So um, it, it's it's interesting to see. Uh, I didn't see the last one. I think that was the end of a trilogy, right? That's right. It was fantastic. Okay. Um, and so we'll see if Disney decides to revive this. Maybe they'll give give it a rest for a little bit and, and, and give it another whirl. Um, Independence Day. <laughs> of course, that's another... Huge movie from the '90s that the sequel was not not great, but um, but it, it was very very popular when it came out. Uh, and then some animated films, man. They now own Ice Age. Oh um, wow! Because uh, the studio that made um, Ice Age uh, it was part of Fox, so they they own Ice Age now. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um. They also own Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's part of Fox. <laughs> and uh, the Chron- and now the Chronicles of Narnia go back to Disney. Oh, I didn't know. I realized that. That's true. Yeah. They go back to Disney because um, uh, uh, Voyage of the Dawn Shredder was, uh, was, done, was done by Fox because Disney did not re- renew their uh, contract with Walden Media. Wow, so I think yeah. for sure they're gonna come back with those movies. Yeah, well, there was not those already uh, uh, so, a fourth Narnia that was already casted. Yep. Yeah, Silverchair was already casted. Yeah. 
So we'll see where that goes. Uh, that's going to be an interesting awesome. one because now, now they, you know, kind of uh, again they came full circle on that one. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. And uh, one one other big one, Home Alone, is now part of Disney. Oh, another one that will be on Disney Channel. Yeah, <laughs> and another one that we we get to watch every year. <laughs> uh, I mean, these movies are, are, are one and two are, are classic, especially one on uh, two. Yeah. Nah, it's it's good, but it's the the first one is just uh, it's one of those things that it's it's special. Oh, absolutely! Um, when you when you watch the movie in in context, but uh, man, uh, big big stuff. This is this is really big. Uh, I I'm wondering what what Disney's gonna do with FX. Um, there's gonna be there's gonna be some interesting, you know, move arounds, and uh, I wonder how many of this. Um, properties disney is going to keep you know especially when it comes to the cable properties because i don't see them uh, they already have a pretty decent footprint on uh on cable so i mean i'm wondering how many other how, how many of these cable properties are they gonna leave on uh, because fx in my opinion actually puts out some good stuff and they play good movies for the weekend so i don't mind that channel at all if it's gonna get better then then <laughs> Let it be better. Yeah, exactly. That's all. <laughs> they only probably better. changed the name to something like extreme, or uh, you know, maybe. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Who knows? But they, it's 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 good. I mean, it has um, uh, good programming, uh, especially on weekends. So I would not mind Disney to give that that channel a boost, and and turn it into maybe a, a you know syndicated show or Disney you know movie channel thing uh so that would be that would be pretty cool um but yeah uh, man this is a long time coming for us because we've been following it since since the initial rumors yep um but uh to those of you that didn't know and i know that there are some people again going back to uh some of the issues with uh media conglomerates and 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 monopolies and whatnot. Um, Disney, at, at, its, at its forefront, is an entertainment company. Um, yes, they do have a news outlet, but it's on. Uh, it, it is not a cable news uh, outlet. It is. It is a. It is a, a broadcast uh-huh. uh, news network, basically. So, I, I don't think. I don't think there's nothing that that we as consumers need to worry about. Um. I think other studios now have something to worry about. Yes. I mean, <laughs> there was they, rumors about Warners and Fox for a time coming together. Yeah, now they need to they need to step it up because they this these guys are, are are in it and they're in it to win it. Yes. No, they're not they're not playing around. No, it's not a game. No, it, it's not. It's not a game. It's it's one of those things. It's like it's like the console wars, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's we're 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 in it to win it, and then uh, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath. Whenever DC better reshape those uh, uh, um, that DC studio or whatever they're calling it, because um, they're gonna be in big trouble because they're gonna try and go against this this movies and. And just not 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 only fan, um, I, I would say the fan push that the Marvel Marvel movies get, but Marvel movies brought 
kick them into the mainstream. Yes, and and that's a, and that's a huge deal. Um, I know that some people argue that Batman Begins was the was the one that that brought it. That that that's uh, I mean, potentially yes, um, because it was a, the first comic book adaptation adaptation that was taken, uh, you know, to to a new level if you wanna if you wanna call it that, and and, and it had um, it had mainstream appeal. Um, but what Marvel did was just you know they they really brought it. Uh, they're the ones that really made this uh, happen. Um, and of course, you know everyone from there try to follow. A lot of them failed. A lot of them are still trying. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited with what's gonna happen. And I know that uh, the movies that are coming out next year are gonna be affected both from the Marvel side and from the Fox side. So and we'll think see. about it, and even gaming, Obed. Because what about the uh, Marvel versus Capcom and oh, now some of those Fox was, characters? Yep, I was actually gonna talk to t- gonna talk about that as well because. Um, now they they don't have that barrier. Yep. So yeah, expect season two of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite to be all X Men characters, basically. Oh man, because that's what they replaced. <laughs> um, they replaced Wolverine with Black Panther, right? And yeah, and well, it, it it it's sort of you know similar, but Wolverine still plays very differently from from the Black Panther on on that game. So. Gotcha. Uh, they can still bring classic style Wolverine gameplay. Nice. Um, they, uh, I, my my prediction on that game is that that game's going to have two passes. It's going to have a Marvel pass and it's going to have a, a Capcom pass, and then it's going to come in like packs of six, and uh, they're going to sell it for a premium. And if the if it's the characters that people want, they're going to sell it. Um, so. That's exciting because that's that was a, a huge problem that that game had that I, I think it, it, in a lot of ways hindered the, the reception. So fixing the roster issue on that game is definitely going to bring new life to it. So absolutely, that's uh, that's something to look forward to um, for whatever whatever. Uh, um, um, whatever comes out of it, I I heard that they, there's already X Men models made for that game. Yeah, they've been ready for this for a while. Probably, yeah, they're probably just just waiting, uh, and now they're probably just going to full um in full development for those for those characters. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely see where this goes. Um, uh, again, I am I am ecstatic with excitement. <laughs> Um, I, I want to see some of these properties at the theme park. I want to see Alvin and the Chipmunks at the theme park, man. That's going to be pretty cool. I know. It, that, <laughs> it's just going to be like repercussions like for the next decade and longer than that. But it's it's, oh, yeah. it's an exciting time and a historical time. An unprecedented deal has just happened, and we're so glad to be alive in this moment and see the return of X-Men and Fantastic Four <laughs> back, to, back to Marvel, back to Disney. Um, it's 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 amazing, man! Amazing time to be alive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, only only thing I, I have, man. It's it. Only other thing I have with with uh, with the uh, the acquisition is are they are they gonna keep the fanfare or are they gonna take it away like they did with with other properties that Disney has acquired? Um. You know, I'm really not sure. I haven't thought about that. Hmm. 
I hope to leave it. I mean, yeah. the, the, the Fox fanfare is is iconic, and uh, it goes goes with cinema. You know, that's uh, that's like the Universal logo, right? It's one of right. those things. So I, I think they should leave it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Uh, you know, every time I think about it, like, it's something that's, like, you know, maybe we'll never see it again, but, yeah, it is iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure we'll see it again. I'm sure, I'm sure it's not going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joel, yeah, very, very exciting time. So, we'll see where this goes. Uh, I only have a couple other things, Joel. Uh, Capcom Cup was over the weekend. Uh, and uh, shout out to Man RD who won Street Fighter Five. Man, he bid he beat Takedo, uh on the grand finals to uh, become the uh, the champ. And uh, of course, Tokido won Evo. Yes. So um, Man RD uh, representing the Dominican Republic. So um, the underdog won, and it was a good it was a good match, man. I, I watched the whole thing live, and it was great. Nice. It was uh it was a really good matchup, and um, Mena's uh, uh birdie is pretty scary. Um, <laughs> I don't think that character is supposed to do to do the things he was doing. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's one of those. It's one of those. Um, so uh, uh, kudos to him. He did great. Um, uh, but they did have a, a couple of announcements, Joe. Um, the of course, I've talked about a Street Fighter V Arcade Edition coming out. It's coming out on, on January 16th. They announced... They did something that they didn't haven't done in the past. They actually announced the entire roster ahead of time. Uh, and, of course, there, all these characters are not going to be available at the time of release. Uh, the first character that will be available will be Sakura. She'll be available on the 16th of January. And then it's going to be basically one every two months from there until the end of the year. Well, uh, so kind of like what they've been doing. They've been just you know spreading out these characters uh, throughout the year. But uh, just, to, just to go over the list, Joel, real quick. It's, uh, of course, Sakura that I mentioned already. Blanca is coming back. There's a new character called Falk. Uh, and she's a female Shadowloo operative. Cody from Final Fight is back. Uh, looks like he's cool. out of jail. Looks like he's out of jail and cleaned up. <laughs> and uh, and he, lo- I really like this character model. I am liking it quite a bit. Um, and there's a really weird dude with a beard called G. Um, has a top hat, and I saw some uh, concept art. And I guess he's supposed to be really muscular. Is really bizarre looking. <laughs> uh, so it's one of those weird. Um, uh, weird characters like Abigail that are, are kind of weird, kind of kind of kind of weird looking, uh, and of course Sagat is coming back. Uh, so a lot of people were were not super excited that Sagat was on the game. Sagat's coming back, so uh, that's gonna be season three of Street Fighter Five. Not sure if there'll be a season four potentially, uh, or or maybe they can come up with one or two more characters uh, after. After that, but it looks like from from what I've um, I've been hearing, it looks like it's been like like the uh, play online has been pretty steady. I mean, they they haven't dropped dramatically. Uh, people keep going back to the game. Um, they're adding a lot of good content. Uh, it looks like the uh, 
the game is finally in a state um, when when Arcade Edition launches uh, on on January. This to me was what the original release should have been. You know, at wow. least not not with so many characters, but having a full fledged arcade mode, having uh, different modes where you can you know play against the CPU. Of course, you have your uh, your story mode. So these things should have been done. February 2015 this should have wow. been this should have been out that's wow. my that's my opinion um but I am excited to see these characters I actually just grabbed season two because it was on sale on PSN so I grabbed it and I'll give it a try over the weekend let's see how that goes nice nice it's good to hear that they're they're I mean they're they're making it right but they're you know they're going in the right direction that's good to yeah. hear man yeah it took them a while but um but I think they got it um the Street Fighter Five is a fantastic game. Uh, unfortunately, it just just did not offer any choices for for casual players. Uh, now it will, and I think now it's um, it's it's definitely um, a top tier game for sure. In my opinion, yeah, for sure. Um, and the other Street Fighter news that uh, came out of Capcom Cup is that they are releasing a Street Fighter collection. And um, yeah. and this is Looks pretty big, great. yeah, yeah, it does. And this is coming out for everything. It's coming out for uh, PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. So no, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be left behind on this one. Uh, but it's it's twelve games. It is Street Fighter One, Street Fighter Two, Two Champion Edition, Two Turbo, Super Street Fighter Two, Super Turbo. Alpha 1, 2, and 3, and the three Street Fighter 3s. So uh, New Generation, uh, Second Impact, um, and Third Strike. Uh, these games, some of these games will have online play. Um, I know uh, 2 Turbo, Super Turbo, Alpha 3, and Third Strike will have online play. And, uh, of course, there's going to be a lot of extra features like Museum Mode and uh, sound tests and, and, and a lot of other stuff. Uh, this board's being done, Joel, by the guys that did the Mega Man collection uh, that came out a couple years ago for um, PS4 and Xbox, and it's coming soon for the Switch. And they just released a second volume of, a couple of months ago uh, for Mega Man. So it's the same guys doing it. I, I think for Mega Man, they did a fantastic job, so I expect nothing less from this guy's. And this is out in May of 2018. Wow. A lot of content for one package. It's more, more next year, man. Just add it on to that list. Oh, I'm going to buy Street Fighter 2 for the millionth time, probably. <laughs> um, why not? Why not? I know. I know why not? Um, we'll see what comes out of that. Uh, but that's... Other than the, the Fox... Stuff that's going on, man. That's that's what I got. You got anything else news wise? No, no, no news wise stuff. You know, obviously next week's gonna be a real fun episode because uh, myself, I know maybe you will be able to as well. We'll see. Um, get to see uh, get to see the last Jedi and the madness that is <clears throat> that movie. So I look forward to getting in depth about that one because I've stayed away. I know you stayed away from spoilers. Um, even the TV spots, I just change the channel or turn it off. <laughs> I, I don't even want to 
see any of that. I just want to have a pure fun experience. So I look forward to, to getting into that because it seems like that movie is going to take the world by storm. Yeah. Uh, it's expected to be almost half a billion dollars on open weekend, opening weekend uh, worldwide. I think I think it's going to do really well. Um, Jill, have you been playing anything? Uh, anything else that, that you've done? Uh, no, unfortunately, no. I, I got to catch up on Gifted. That was the main thing oh, I spent okay. all time catching up on Gifted. And then I binge-watched the end of Punisher, so I finished those two things. Uh, Punisher, phenomenal. Gifted, you know, it's it's, it's all right. It's, it's a decent show. It's decent, yeah. Yeah, I haven't... Yeah. I watched I watched the first uh, four episodes, and I, I have the other ones on my DVR, but I haven't gone back and check them out. Yeah. But it's it's decent, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's fine, it's decent. We'll see what happens now, knowing yeah. that Disney, you know, has the Fox TV studio real <clears throat> properties. But but um, but yeah, I mean, I'm hoping now before seeing the Last Jedi, I'm hoping to uh, finish out the campaign really quickly because I've just been so busy. So hoping to get jump in really quickly, just finish out what I, what I got left on the campaign of uh, Battlefront, and then uh, okay. watch Force Awakens before I jump into that movie theater. So we'll see. So Battlefront, the there's an update that came out, um, I believe on Tuesday of this week, that added uh, single player content. Okay, and um, and they did some rebalancing to multiplayer. Uh, that's pretty much all I did over last weekend was Battlefront. I you know I played a good solid, I want to say seven hours of Battlefront over the weekend, maybe eight. Um, I, I played a lot, I played a ton over the weekend uh, of that game, and it's it's good. I mean, it's it's just that the issue that I'm that I'm having with the progression is that it was very obscure right it doesn't really tell me how to level up my cards doesn't tell me what does the how, how having this thing affects this other thing so it's, it's just it's just convoluted right it doesn't tell you what to do it doesn't tell you what to equip it doesn't it doesn't give you information and and that's and that's the problem so i went online i was like all right i, I need to figure out what does what and i finally figure out how to level up my cards how to do some of the progression uh uh, used the in-game currency to buy a couple of the loot boxes just so I could level up because that's the problem. You know, if you want to level up your cards, you need to get loot boxes. You can get cards so you can get higher levels. And, you know, that's the whole, you know, debacle over this thing. Um, but I am I have been having tons of fun with that game. I have not encountered any any glitches that are, you know, game-breaking or anything. It's been, it's been solid. Um Connection's been solid. Uh, a little bit of lag. Um, I know that uh, a lot of people complain about lag, but a little bit, not not nothing too game breaking. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's fun. Game looks good. Sounds good. Plays great. Um, I have zero gripes with it, other than that the progression is is just super busted. If they if they if they redo <laughs> that progression, I, I would. I would give this game like an extra two points on my, <laughs> on my on my uh, on my seven scale. So if they fix that progression, I'll bump it up <laughs> to a nine. But that progression is so bad that it's is just again it's not it's not that it's game breaking. It's just hey. just convoluted and and that's a fair analysis. Yeah, it's just it's just super convoluted. But uh, but I've been having fun. Um, I did play Jill. Remember that I told you that I played. Um, uh, infamous second son uh that was free on psn for um i think october yeah. right 
Okay, that's right. So I I went back and actually played the the DLC, the uh, First Light, and it was very good. It's about it's about seven hours long, and uh, it's uh, you basically you play as Fetch, uh, which is the the female the female conduit that you encounter on uh, a second son, and it was good. Um, it was a good piece of DLC. It, this was standalone DLC. I think they were selling this for uh, $14 when it came. I know they gave it free on PS Plus. Yeah, and I got it free on PS Plus. And I've had it for months and months. And I never I never played it. Um, but it was good. It was really good. It was like, man, for a standalone piece of, piece of DLC or piece of uh, expansion, um, $14 for the amount of content that that thing has is is a great deal. I mean, if you have it on PSN, then it's free, and that's great. Uh, but if you haven't played it, even for $14 right now, it still holds up. It looks very good uh, graphically, and, and uh, the game design still holds up fantastically. You know, today it, doesn't, it hasn't aged a bit, if, if you want to, you know, say that. But it, it was good. Lots of fun. So I did play that. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago. Um, that was probably um, around when Battlefront came out, and I just didn't really have a lot to play. I was like, oh, let's try this out. I enjoyed Second Son. Why not try this one? And it was fun. It was good. Enjoyed it quite nice. a bit. It's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I haven't um, downloaded, uh, don't think I've downloaded the uh, free PSN games for this month. Um, but I did, I did get the, uh, uh, episode Ignis, uh, expansion for Final Fantasy 15. So we'll see how that, that is. I can't wait to play nice. that one. So I'm, I'm really excited for that one. Um, but that's all, that's all I got, man. Uh, if you don't have anything else, Joel, where, where can everyone find us? Yeah, that's it guys. So on our next episode, but, but before you go away, please make sure to stay connected with us on social media by giving us a follow at no low time. That's at no low time. We were fortunate enough to lock in that name. So you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Um, you know, you can see all the latest stuff that we put out there, especially we put some fun tweets out every now and then. So make sure to follow us there. Also subscribe to our show on iTunes and Google play. Uh, if you're a subscriber on iTunes, please take the time to, uh, write us a little review. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, also, we'd love to hear your feedback. So go ahead and shoot an email over to nolotime at gmail.com. That's nolotime at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback, questions, anything you might want to say. Maybe we'll even talk about it here on the show. But that's all we got here for today, man. So go ahead and tell us what the song of the show so is. So for the song of the show, because of all the Street Fighter goodness that happened over the weekend, I have Sakura's theme from... Uh, Alpha 2. So you guys enjoy that and we'll see you next week. See you guys.